Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, glory to God. It's so good to be here once again. God is so awesome. Uh, it's been a blessed week. Amen. It's been also a trying week. It's been a week that um, everything that we begin to study on and have been getting into that um we have been actually being tried uh i'm speaking on my point that we're being tried on all of these areas in order to in order i was telling someone that today i was telling them today about about that um it's interesting that the things that we're teaching about the things that we're teaching about is actually happening um we're being tried on that tried in that area and um tried in that area of 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 our teaching you know and it's something how god will do that it's once you know something something that's the way that a teacher does a teacher will a teacher will um ask you about it and will teach you about the subject and then after the teacher does that then after the teacher does that the teacher will give you a test on what you've learned you know on basically what you've learned it's not going to give you a test on something that you don't know it's going to give you a test on something that you already know and something that you've understand that you you should have an understanding to know that you've been able to that you have received that part of teaching so i mean you know we God does not would not have us be ignorant. He would not want us to be ignorant. So, of course, the thing that is so interesting is what is being taught. He makes sure that you might have a quick a pop quiz or, you know, sometimes just just a pop quiz will come along before the actual test. Isn't that something? A lot of times you'll have a pop quiz just before you have the actual test and so uh this last week it's been awesome because it's been we've been able to see god actually work in the midst of being able to have and we're dealing with the word peace we're talking about the peace of god uh we're going to be dealing with that in extensive this week we're going to be talking deeply into this area of of this tonight you know and this is all dealing with enjoying life and being able to embrace or hold close grab on to happiness and that is a matter of choice happiness is a matter of choice he desires that we will it's not a whole thing on wanting you to be happy but he desires that you could be happy He desires that you would be right there in the midst of being happy. You know, that's that's what that's his his choice. He wants us to be happy. So in the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of that, um in the midst of him desiring for us to be happy and wanting us to be there, we talked first of components of happiness. You know, a lot of times different ones have said so many times that that uh, a component of happiness is is simply saying that um number one of a, a component is is joy another component is peace another component basically would be that you're loved another component is hey there's some different ones that have said i i i can be totally happy and uh i can be totally happy if i if i have my my funds all i have my funds i've got I've got the desire of my heart i've got my 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 uh uh the, i've got lots of entertainment i've got my you know i've got in other words everything is everything is 
hunky dunky. Now, when we say everything is is so humpy dumpy and so great, I'm gonna get me some sugar here before I go. <laughs> Way everything is going. That's my granddaughter. And just before that, just before you know, we say that everything is great. But you have you have people that have that that are stored with lots of finances and money and all kinds of material things, but yet they're not happy. Yet they're not happy. So, I mean, what is the real key to be totally happy? The key of totally being happy. Um, there are those of you that might be listening to me even right now, and you've got, you, you've got finances. Your bills are paid. You know, your bills are paid. You, you, you've got a beautiful house that you're living in or an apartment or a condo that you're in. And, you know, you really don't, you know, and different ones are saying, well, I'm happy, but, but I'm dealing with, I'm dealing so much with um, my health. I'm dealing so much with, with, um, I can't sleep at night. You know, I can't sleep at night. Um, I, 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 I don't have anybody around me. I have no friends. I'm alone. Uh, I, I'm, I'm depressed because of things in the past. I should be further than this or whatever the case may be. You're in that area and you're saying, how in the world, I've got all of this, but how in the world, pastor, can you say that I can be happy? Well, let's look at some of the components. We've been talking about some of the components of happiness. We've talked about joy, you know, and Jesus said that he wanted his joy to remain with us, you know, and he talked about all of that. Well, we talked in all that area of joy and being able to, joy is a choice. I can be joyful. I can be joyful in every state that I am. I'm going to be content. I'm going to be uh, happy. That's a choice. Happiness is a choice. Come on, somebody. Happiness is a choice. A component of happiness is peace. Let's look and talk, talk about peace. What would we say peace, peace basically? And we've been dealing, we're, we're dealing a little bit with this, that the peace of God, what is the peace of God? We're going to talk in that area. But let's look first at what Jesus said when he talked about peace. And, and in, in Isaiah 9, 6, he is the Prince of Peace. So knowing that in a governmental position, he is the Prince. Now in the old, in the, that, that, that is in the Old Testament. He's the Prince of Peace. So if there's a Prince, there's gotta be a King. And we know that God is the King. But he said, basically, he named several things about Jesus. In Isaiah, in, I, in Isaiah, the ninth chapter in the sixth, the government shall be upon him. And he basically a counselor, a mighty counselor. Let's go there for just a minute. I'm, I'm going to go back to, we're going to go back to John in just a moment. But let's look in the Old Testament and see the names that was given, that was given to him. Okay, the names that was given to him. You'll find that in the ninth chapter, in the ninth chapter of, of uh, Isaiah, of Isaiah. And uh, he said, and he basically gave names, okay? Fifth verse says, for every battle of the warrior is, is with confused noise and the garment, garments rolled in blood, but this shall be, this shall be the burning and fuel of fire. For unto us, a child is born, unto us a, a son is given. A child is born and a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. Whose shoulder? Upon the shoulders of the son. And what shall his name be called? His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Those names, wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. 
those five, five names, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, all five of those were in the attitude or the or in the attributes that you would find in Jesus. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the everlasting father, and the prince of peace. And then he goes on in verse seven, he says, for of the increase of his government and peace, his government and peace, government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Five names that he gave to Jesus. Five names that he gave to him. And the last name that was on there that was mentioned on this by no means means no means any less less importance. The last name he said, the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. So if there's a Prince of Peace, that's talking about a government. And we have the scripture where we talked about where Jesus says, I'm going to sit at the right hand of my father. So a prince, a prince has pretty well everything that was given, that is given to the king because he's next in line to become a king. He's next in line to become a king. So he's the prince of peace. And he talks about that. He talks about that. During his time that he was here, he talked about it. And then he talks to us. And I love the way that he talked to us because he gave us these words. And I'm going to start with verse 26. He says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever have whatsoever I have said unto you, he brought a comforter. Now, now the comforter, he could have left it right there and left it alone. And he could have said basically the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, okay, whom the Father will send, he's gonna teach you all things, he's gonna bring all things to remember, remembrance whatsoever I've said unto you. And he, he, he could have left it there and left it alone. But in verse 27, he said, this is something that you're going to get from me. The comforter's coming because the comforter's coming to teach you all things and to bring all things to your remembrance, okay? That's what the Holy Spirit is going to do. He'll lead you and he'll guide you, okay? And he's gonna lead you and guide you into all truth. He's gonna lead you and guide you. He's gonna also be an inner, in, inter, one of the ones that stand in between you and the Father. So when you don't know what to pray, he's going to pray it for you. The Spirit is going to make intercession for you with moanings and groanings. He's going to do all of that for you. He's going to do that. But Jesus said, there's one thing, though, that I'm going to leave with you. He's not going to bring this to you. I want to leave this with you. And that what I want to leave with you is peace. He said, peace I leave with you in verse 27. My peace I give unto you. Now I leave it and I'm giving it to you. I'm leaving it and I'm giving it to you. In other words, I desire, my desire is that you have peace. It's there for you. It is there for you. All that is needed is that you would accept it. Where do I need to accept peace? One of the greatest places that peace is so much needed 
is in your heart and in your mind. In your heart and in your mind. He says, my peace, he says, peace, I leave with you. I'm leaving this peace with you. And then my peace, I'm giving to you. Not as the world give this, give I unto you. Not as the world, not as the world, not the way that this age is giving you peace. But I'm giving you, I give, give I unto you. I give you this kind of peace. Shalom, peace, certainty. You're going to be sure. You're going to be calm. You've got assurance. You're going to have rest. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. World's peace is as long as everything is going okay, then I'm okay and I'm fine. But the minute that things are not going good, all of a sudden peace leaves. The world's peace leaves. Come on, many of you already know that. Many of you already know that you already know that when things go right, you you feel at peace, you feel at rest, you feel comforted, you know that everything is okay when everything is okay. But let something happen to stir up that, to stir that up. Let something come in to stir that up and peace leaves. Come on. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, anxiety comes in. Fear comes in. Worry comes in. Those are enemies to peace. I'm going to say that again. Worry and fear are just two components that are enemies to fear, to peace. Stress is an enemy to peace. Stress, anxiety. Come on, all of I could just go down. The list is long of things that are enemies to peace. Enemies to peace. And the enemy will do anything, the devil will do anything to allow you to not have that peace you did not have that peace because a lot of times that peace is right there and all you need to do is grab onto it all you need to do is grab onto it not to the pill grab onto it not to marijuana grab onto the peace not to the not not to any of these not to any of these other vices that you figure give you temporary peace and that they some of them do they'll give you temporary peace but when you come off of that and you come back and you think that you realize, you realize that now not only do you have that to deal with, but you've got other things to deal with, which dis disrupts the peace of God that he can give to you, that he's given to you. Not that he can give to you, but that he's given to you. And the thing is, is to latch on to that, that he's given to you. Latch on to the peace that he has has for you there is a peace that there's a peace that you can have and a calmness that you have because that goes along with peace that's a component of peace is you can is is the calm come on back in the day i've often wondered why the back in the day the the people used to sing, and when they'd sing, they say, I got peace like a river. Peace like a river in my soul. I got joy like a fountain. What are they meaning when they say, I got peace like a river? I got joy like a fountain. Because a joy, because a fountain springs water. Water springs out. And it bursts and it overflows. A fountain will. A river flows and it's calm. There's hardly any waves, not in a river, because the river just flows. It just keeps moving. It keeps moving. Now, every once in a while, you have a mess up there and you have a raging river. What do you mean by a raging river? That means water 
that's just being pushed and 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 it's and it's raising and it's tearing everything up in its pathway. Okay. But when you talk about the peace of God, talk about the peace of God. He talks about calmness, stillness, assurance, no chaos. Come on, no chaos. Nothing happen, happening that will uproot. And this is something that you can have in your spirit, a peaceful spirit. A peaceful spirit is a spirit that is calm. It's calm. Even though around it, it might things might be chaotic around it, but that person has got a calm spirit. Calm reaction. Calm reaction. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by calm reaction? In other words, basically, everything around them could be going topsy-turvy, but they have an assurance that things are going to turn out okay. They realize that things are going to be fine. Things are going to work. And they're going to work out. You're going to land on, on Romans 8.28. For all things work together for good. To them that love God. To the call. According to his purpose. According to his will. Look at our example. Our example is Jesus. Just peaceful. All the way, only a couple, only one time at, at the at the Garden of Gethsemane, when he got down, he said, he said, said, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. In other words, I'm resting on your will. Therefore, if I'm resting on your will, I know that everything is going to be all right. Yeah, I might go through some stuff. I might go through some hard stuff. My, it might. It might hurt a little bit. It might hurt quite a bit. It might hurt a lot. But I have no need to worry. And I have no need to fear. Especially when I know that you're near. Especially when I know that God is right there. Isn't that something? God is right there in every situation. He says, anxiety will come up. That's a, that's a, that's a, human, that's a human trait. That's something that we deal with. It's a human trait in, in us. Anxiety. Things are not running the way that they should be. And the thing is, is we've got to learn how to be peaceful. That's something you can learn, something that you can walk into, something you can basically, you can latch on to, okay? You can latch on to having that spirit of peace. That's a fruit. Also in Galatians, in Galatians, I believe it is the sixth chapter, which talks about the fruit. Peace is a fruit. Love, joy, peace. Let's look at the latter part of that verse. Verse 27, he says, peace I leave with you and my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. The world gives you peace. Okay, but that's as long as things are going good. Then he says, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Don't let your heart get all riled up. Don't, don't allow it to be riled up. And there's no need to have fear. Because remember, fear and worry are enemies to peace. They're enemies to the peace of God. They're enemies. So, so when you really stop and think about it, when you deal with peace, someone said it's a quiet spirit. But then I was thinking today, I've, not just today, but I was thinking on, it's always been said, I want peace and quiet. Those are two separate things. Two separate meanings peace meaning calm assurance certainty sure basically when you're saying that for peace 
Quiet means stillness. No noise. No chaos. No, not, not, not one bit of chaos. Come on, somebody. I, I pray that this is getting into your spirit. I pray that this is getting into your spirit. Don't be afraid. There's no need to be afraid. No need to dwell on fear. Fear brings torment. That's scripture for you. That's the scripture. Fear brings torment. I'll show you. Show me someone that is fearful, and I'll show you someone that's not that that there's things that's going on in their life that they don't really need to be carrying. What do you mean, Pastor? Are you serious? I'm independent. I'll show you somebody that's very independent on their own thing and their own thinking, and they're not really relying upon God. They're not really relying upon him being able to open the door for you to make a way. Come on. And your peace gets challenged. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it does. Come on, somebody. Your peace becomes challenged. It really does. The peace of God. I, I, I remembered, and then I'm, then I'm thinking, which is so awesome, is because God has is, is girded us up with peace. As, as we, are, we are people of God, He's in, in, in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and you talk about the armor of God, and you got the armor. He has, he, has, he has peace right down there where we walk. Come on. Your feet are shod with the preparation, the gospel of peace. In other words, your, 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 your feet are surrounded by peace. Surrounded by peace. Everywhere you walk, you walk into a confused situation where there's chaos. The time that you step in, just the atmosphere should change. And if it doesn't change, hey, it doesn't change. But the atmosphere that you have, atmosphere that you've been that you walked into becomes peaceful. Peaceful. Come on. It becomes peaceful. Why? Because you latched on and you got that what he said, I give to you. My peace, I give to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. In other words, the same way that I am. And he was peaceful. He enjoyed, he had fun. He just enjoyed life to the fullest. And he's saying that we can do the same thing. As we are like him, we can do the same thing. In every situation, we can be that way also. What? Yeah. In every situation, we can be that way also. You mean, you mean to tell me I can live in peace. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can live in peace. Let's look at let's look at what Philippians said. When Paul was writing writing to the church at Philippi, when Paul was writing to the church at Philippi, he wrote these words in uh, Philippians the fourth chapter, and um, actually verse, verse seven. But we're going to go from, let's, let's go from verse 5. It says, 
let your moderation be known unto all men. He's giving instructions basically here. He's giving instructions. Uh, rejoice in the Lord and again, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your thanks with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. I don't understand why you can be so peaceful when all of these things are going on around you. Why? Because the peace of God that passes all understanding, it's keeping your heart and your mind to Jesus Christ. So, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Think on these things. These are the things that your mind can dwell on. Someone said that's boring. No, that's without a lot of mess. It really is without a lot of mess. It's without a lot of mess. The Message Bible, I love the way uh, the Message Bible will talk about a lot of this it it starts off by saying it starts off by saying celebrate celebrate god all day celebrate god all day every day i mean reveal i mean re revile in him make it make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their that you're on their side working with them and not against them help them see help them see that the master is about to about to arrive he can show up at any at, at any minute don't worry i mean don't fret or worry instead of worrying pray let positions let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displays, displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say, I'd say you'll do best by feeling your minds and meditating on things, on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you, what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who who makes everything work together, will work will work you into His most excellent harmonies. I love the way the Message Bible puts that. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Okay. The sense of God's wholeness and everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Jesus displaces worry at the center of your life. In other words, when he comes, when he becomes the center of your life, the peace that passes all understanding, all understanding, Everyone's beginning to start wondering why. Why are you so peaceful? 
in a situation like this. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that you would not, you, you should be pulling your hair out right now. You really should. You should be pulling your hair out right now with everything that's going on around you. With everything that's going, not, not just to say what's going on around you. Oh my God, what's going on in the world? Look at who we have. Look at what we voted in and look at all of these these things that's that's going on my god everything there's so much destruction and so much stuff that's going on aren't you worried why should i worry why should i worry why should i be afraid real quick let's go to let's go to this I have to go. I have to go here. I wasn't really going to go here, but let's go here. Let's go to um, another word that Jesus said, which is, which is so good. Let's go. Let's go to. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I gotta get this. This is so neat. This was not a part of what. I was going to talk about. But he says, chapter six. Chapter six. Starting at verse 25. We're going to go all the way to the end. But look at what he's talking about here. We're still talking about the peace. But here what he says, he starts with verse 20, 25. He says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. That doesn't make any sense. Take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink. Or yet for your body, what, what you shall put on. Is it not the life? Is not the life more than meat? The body than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are aren't you much more better than they? Which of you are taking, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit? into a statue can you just can you add one more can you get any taller than what you already are and why take ye thought for raiment consider the lilies of the field for they grow how they grow they they toil not neither do they spin they don't worry about they don't worry about you know how are we going to get get bigger and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these, talking about the lilies, okay? Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much shall he not much more clothe you? Huh. Then he goes, oh, you have little faith. Take care of you. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall I eat? What shall I drink? Or with, wherewith shall, shall we be clothed? For, for after these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But this is what you need to go after. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness or his right living. And all of these things will be added unto you. It's his, it's his responsibility. Take no thought for, for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for, its, for the things of itself. Sufficient until the day is the evil thereof. He's basically saying, he's simply saying, there's a certainty. It's up to the king to make sure that you're taken care of. 
That's a that's a, that's that's such a thought. That is so awesome. Come on, I've I've seen many of us that are here that have been to the point of trying to figure out how am I going to and you 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 you're staying up all night frustrated all night with no peace. Believe me, after the teaching of this, you're going to you're going to be tested and tried on this. But what are you going to say? How are you going to handle it? How are you going to handle it? You know, how are you going to handle it? God's peace, which is right there for you. God's peace, which is right there, that pass all understanding. He is not the author of your confusion. He's not the author of confusion. Come on. He's not the author of that. He doesn't deal with that. That's not one thing that he deals with. He's not dealing with the confusion. He doesn't deal with that. But the thing that he deals with the most is well. Let's look at that. Look at look at. Let's let's go to there real quick. Let's go there. That's our First Corinthians. First Corinthians. Let's look at that. First Corinthians and the fourteenth chapter and the thirty third verse. 33rd verse. He says, For God is not the God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Of peace, as in all churches of the saints. He deals wholly in peace. He deals in the peace. And the peace of God that passes all understanding. He's not the author of confusion. He can't deal with. He doesn't deal with mess. He doesn't deal with mess. You know, I, I've, I've often wondered, how is it that there are those that can strictly live in mess and keep it going? Come on. And they actually keep it going. They dwell in mess. They keep mess going. You know, okay, but the God of peace will guard your heart and your mind. The God of peace, God of peace. I pray that you grab on to this tonight. You take on this peace. Come on, take it on. He laid it down. He says, my peace I give to you. I was sharing that with somebody today. I told him, I said, if I was to put this phone down and say, I give it to you. You can be all excited about it. But nothing will happen until you pick it up and take ownership. Wow. That's a lot of word right there. That's a lot of word right there. What we got to do is pick it up and take ownership of it. Come on, somebody. Pick up the peace that God's given to you and take ownership of it. Take ownership of it. Accept it. Hold it. Grab on to it. You know, so much to the point where I'm not, I'm nobody else can grab it. I'm not letting anybody else take this. No one's gonna, no, no one's gonna steal my joy. No one's gonna steal my peace. I can't let that happen. So 
someone said, Pastor, then tell me, how do I know when I've given it up? And that's very simple. That's very simple. The answer to that, how do I know when I give it up, is when you begin to start worrying and when you become fearful. Wow, that's a message right to me too. When you become fearful, you start giving up. Come on. And you start giving up. You say, hey, <laughs> I am going to give up this that God's given to me. Wow. This piece I give to you. My peace I give to you. I leave it here. I'm going away, and the comforter is coming. He's going to comfort you. Holy Spirit is here. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Because that's what he does. He comes and he comforts. But to get the peace that Jesus left for us. That's important. How do I get that peace? What do I need to do to get that? Is simply do what you would, what I just simply said about if I left this for you, I put it down here. Take it. Embrace it. Hold on to it. I want my I want Jesus's peace. I want his peace. Father, I we want your peace. Lord, I want your peace. Lord, even as the song says, peace, peace. Wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Breathe over my spirit forever, I pray. In phantomless billows of love. When peace, like a river, attendeth my way, in joy, huh, in and sorrow like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou's taught me to say, it's well. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well. Whatever my lot, you've taught me to say, it's well. It's well. Lord, I thank you for your peace. Your peace that passed, passed all understanding. Your peace that guards our hearts and our minds. That will guard our heart and mind. I thank you for your peace, Lord. I thank you for your peace. It is so awesome, Lord, to just to be to be at rest and to rest in you. Knowing that I can go to you. To go wherever I need to go to you, Father God. Let me realize, Lord, that in the midst of all of the confusion. All of the anxiety. Lord, allow peace in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak your peace, Lord, to cover our homes, cover our families, 
cover when we go, Lord. Wherever we go, allow us to be peaceful, calm, with assurance, sure, certain, Trusting in you. Trusting totally in you. Knowing, Lord, that our needs will be met. Knowing, Lord, that our needs will be met. Every need. knowing that all things work together for good to those that love you. We rest on that right now. We rest in your word. We rest in your word, Lord. Lord, even as David has said in Psalms 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That secret place of peace, Lord. A place that we can run to, where our spirits are calmed. Mm. I pray, Lord, that that peace will remain in every one of us. In Jesus' name. And we give you all of the glory and we give you the power, give you the praise and all authority huh, <laughs> that you've given to us. We will walk in that. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I pray that this was a message to you and that you received it. Amen. Amen. That you received this. God is so good. He is so good. Amen. All this next week, I pray that the peace of God will rest on you, that the peace of God will, will go through, and that you will be totally blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next week, God bless you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.